Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 183 of Beyond Retirement. If you'll recall, last week I chatted with George Georgian, who's a mindset mentor to retiring baby boomers. He had a lot to say about not retiring, but rather changing your focus from outward to inward so you can discover who you really are and what's important to you. If you haven't listened to our conversation yet, I suggest that you stop here and go listen to that one first. My little chat here will make a lot more sense after hearing what George has to say. The first thing that George said that I want to talk about today is the idea that retirement is oversold as a great place to be. It was clear from our conversation that he doesn't believe that retirement is the answer to anything. From George's perspective, after a few weeks of the honeymoon phase of retirement, all the joy was gone and retirement simply sucked. He felt that everything he'd been hoping for about being on bonus time, as he called it, was a complete waste of time, so he decided to unretire. My take on that is a little different, as I'm sure you already know. While I agree that for many people, retirement, in the classic sense, turns out to be a bad idea, I think the reason for that isn't that retirement itself is bad. It's more that what we anticipate retirement being isn't correct. In previous generations, people retired at 65 from a 40-year career and then didn't likely live too much longer. So taking a break from working and having time to relax and enjoy life was a great idea after a stressful, long career. When retirement plans and and retirement ideas were first developed, the average life expectancy was much shorter than it is today. In 1883, German Chancellor Otto von Bismarck developed a retirement pension plan for people who were no longer able to work due to age or physical incapacity. Mandatory contributions were made by employees, employers, and the government. At this time, life expectancy was not quite 40 years. In 1905, Canadian physician William Osler announced in his valedictory address at Johns Hopkins Hospital that the ages between 25 and 40 were the golden years of employment when employees could be expected to make the greatest contributions. Employees between 40 and 60 were to be tolerated because they were simply uncreative. But after age 60, the average employee was useless and should be put out to pasture. At this time, life expectancy was about 50 years. In the intervening years to current day, the idea of retirement has taken an arduous course from being thought of as the state of a grand life of leisure, to now being heralded as the beginning of the end for people who are still eager to contribute to society. By 2020, life expectancy had increased to almost 79 years. By 2050, men are expected to be living to almost 85, 
and women should be looking at hitting 90. Doubling our time spent living means we're going to have to have a lot more money because there's going to be a lot more expenses. But it doesn't mean retirement is a bad idea. Instead, it seems more reasonable to me that retirement will take on a different meaning because people aren't going to be able to stop earning an income if they're going to be living an extra 30 or 40 years after they leave their primary employment. So instead of that life of leisure that people dreamed of back in the 50s and 60s, I think a different life structure is in order. I mentioned in my conversation with George that I'd read a book called The 100-Year Life, and I recommend that you take a look at it if the idea of changing roles and activities as life goes on interests you at all. One of the things George said about retirement being awful was that he discovered that the things he'd been chasing, those things in life that he thought were of the utmost importance, really weren't important at all. And it was through the 30-day silent retreat that he took part in that he was able to really sort out what is important to him and what he should be doing with his life. I don't know if I could be silent for 30 days with only my thoughts to keep me company, but I do know that taking time to sit quietly and sort out what's important in your life is not only a worthwhile activity, it's pretty much a mandatory activity if you're going to reap enjoyment from your retirement. It's essential to know yourself, to understand what drives you, what fills you with energy. And I really don't think anyone can learn this about themselves without taking some time to really dig deep within. That leads into what George talked about as two stages of life. The caterpillar stage, where we're chasing accomplishments, rewards, recognition, money, achievements. Basically, the early stage of life where we're figuring out who we are in the working world. And then the cocoon stage, where we're shedding that outer skin, we're losing um, that need to be recognized for external activities and accomplishments, and we're learning who we are and what really brings us joy. This change from stage one to stage two is vitally important because, as George said, you don't want to discover on your deathbed that you've spent your whole life following someone else's plan. I believe that in this stage, where we have basically a second adult life ahead of us after we retire, we must take the time to figure out what really drives us. We have to start to acknowledge that we are important and the time we spend on ourselves is also important because we're probably going to have to dig really deep into ourselves to figure out who we are and what we want to achieve. The more time you're willing to devote to this endeavor, the more satisfying your retirement is going to be. And I truly want your retirement years to be fulfilling. I know you're just like me. When you think about yourself and what you want to do with your life, you're still that 25-year-old starting out. There are lots of things going on in your head. You're interested in many different things. It's only when we look in the mirror that we realize that time's been sailing by us at breakneck speed, and it's not going to slow down now. But that's okay. Now we have the time to really be engaged in what we're doing, both socially and mentally. We can take the extra time to follow up on a hobby we dropped by the wayside years ago. Or we can begin a new career if we want, taking courses that interest us instead of worrying about what's going to look good on a resume. George talked about our sandbox getting smaller as we age. I think this is a perfect time to start visiting other sandboxes if yours is getting a bit small. Instead of saying, oh, I don't know how to do that, and shrugging off an activity, give it a try. You might discover that it's something really fun. And who knows, you might even be good at it. This phase of our life is when we have to concentrate the most on staying healthy and engaged 
because otherwise things are going to start to deteriorate. So get out there every day and do something. The mere act of going out to find something to do is stimulating. You have to look around, talk to people, take a chance. That darn inner critic, the one who says, don't be a fool, you can't do that, especially not at your age, needs to go on vacation for a while. We spend a lot of time encouraging our kids to try new things, take chances, explore the world. Well, the same goes for us. And in life beyond retirement, what would be better than discovering something new and interesting that you have a talent for? Next week, I'm going to be talking with Dawn Fleming, who runs a business with her husband, helping people discover and plan their dream life, specifically as expats, or what she calls opats. Be sure to tune in and join us. Thanks for showing up and being here with me today. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late. <laughs>